Good morning, Patriots. Yes, it's early morning, Friday, 6 a.m., and it's the new time for bended knee. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> this is awesome. I haven't been doing early shows for a long time, and it's a good way to wake up. I've got literally, I'm going to have to change my normal quad shot to like octo shot. I've got about that much in my coffee, and whoo, lights me up, ready to go, makes the day wonderful. I'm telling you, there's no better way to start the day than with some prayer and some Jesus. I just can't can't think of a better thing. All right, Patriots. Well, since we're talking about crazy and waking up and being ready, you also need to get ready for the craziness that's coming. I would say, like, probably get your skills up because we got some crazy world coming down upon us. Like, I target pro crazy ready. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable, crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again. 10% using your promo code BARDS plus free shipping when you go to itargetpro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with iTarget Pro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS. So right off the top, we've got a crazy tweet that was put out this morning by Elon Musk, and it says this, there was an emergency request from government authorities to activate Starlink all the way all the way to Savatsapol, which would be up in the Russian area where they do the shipbuilding, I believe. He says the obvious intent being to sink most of the Rush of the Russian fleet at anchor. If I had agreed to their request, then SpaceX would be explicitly complicit in a major act of war and conflict escalation. I think this is interesting, and it's interesting because of this. The um, to activate Starlink means they would have been using that for drone activity over into the Russian area, and to try to probably launch a drone attack into the Russian uh, fleet area. It also suggests desperation, and we really have to be aware of this. And I'm, I'm very serious about this. This is a, a, a occupying government force in our country that right now is desperate to escalate to a world war. Much of that is coming from, obviously, the truths that are percolating up and the fact that they can't step away from them. And so the only way to ultimately cover their tracks, including the coming collapse of the economy, is going to be, quite frankly, to escalate to a major world war. So if they can't do it on the global scale, you can guarantee they're going to do something locally, which is what I want to really focus on this morning. Having a lot of conversations with my special operations buddies, good guys. I'm talking like great special forces folks that think in the way of counterinsurgency. And what we've, I've been identifying is this intent to inflame the, the sides of America 
to such a degree that we are escalated into a civil war. Now, I know everyone's enjoying Tucker's reveals, and I'm not going to—I'm not out here to diss Tucker, but I just want you to be aware that the line that he's following right now with this issue of Obama being gay is a pretty dangerous line if we're not careful. We're not talking about the morality in his discussions about the morality of the gay and lesbian and LGBT culture trying to groom kids. That's a very specific and very direct discussion I think we need to have collectively as a nation. But just because Obama's gay, I mean, frankly, I big deal. I mean, I, I from what I'm understanding now, most every single president we know in modern times has had some sort of strange sexual behavior. The issue that should be focused on is the fact that Obama put off a complete scam with a wife that wasn't a wife. It was a man dressed in a dress so that they could mock us. That's really the core issue. But the problem we have is when we start to target like Obama being gay just as an issue, all that's doing is building a rift of hate. And it's it's fueling up the anger between the, this make makeup thing we have called left and right, which isn't real anyway. They are trying very hard right now to fuse a civil war. And I'm, I'm saying this because we have to be bigger and better than that. You know, God tells us that we will fight these wars with weapons that are not of the flesh. And they obviously want us to fight a war with the weapons of the flesh and to fight each other. And ultimately, it's I've said this so much, and I think it's so important is to appreciate the power and the glory and the importance of everyone that's stepping into the role of the remnant right now. God's calling you. And it's a powerful time to be understanding that there is a role and a place for each one of us. And you're not here by accident. You didn't stumble into this. You didn't just like you may it may or may life may look that way, but you're in a place right now in walking towards the authorities that God gave us in a much bigger way and a gloriful way. And it's one that we really need to embrace in a wonderful way. We are a remnant, and it is so important to be embracing what that means as we step into the world. So truly embrace that as the gift and the glory of what we are and as the children of the Most High as we step into this. And it, and it isn't going to be found in the church. As sad as it is, the majority of churches, and again, I will always leave room for the, those that are doing good work in the church, but the majority of churches are dead stone, they're dead stone walls and skinny jean pulpits. They have lost their way and they're not preparing the, the flock for what is coming. And what is coming is a state of heightened level of demonic activity on on this earth. I don't think we have any question about that. I just got pictures this morning, or not pictures, but an article this morning that just came in again about youth. I mean, you were talking like 12-year-old, 10-year-olds having themselves sexually mutilated because they want to change their gender. I mean, this is atrocious, and this is truly a dark demonic activity that is taking over our, our country. And uh, by the way, it's just so awesome to see everybody here this morning. This is amazing. I'm looking at chat. We have our normal crew and more, I think. So this is great. I'm super excited about um, early morning bended knee. I rolled out this morning, got my coffee going, and it made me remember back to when we were doing these early morning shows. Like I think it's been two years since we've done early morning shows, and I'm all in. I'm telling you, this is great. All right, Patriots. It's 11 minutes after the hour. It's time. You know what's cool about this? 6-11. 6-11. We always do it at 11 minutes. 6-11. God put it on my heart the other day. That's Ephesians, the armor of God. So I think that's awesome. 
So let's let's dig in. Father God, we are we're here today just blessed, very, very humbled to to be here and excited about a shift now in time to where we can literally enjoy you and start our day in such a glorious way as we assemble here in the morning and and bring the glory of Christ into our heart and at the beginning of our day. So, Father, in honor of the time and the time of Ephesians, the time of 611, we, we recognize that in the full sense that it is putting on the full armor of God so that we will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. And Father, we are there. We have been, we have something we continue to step into and to embrace the glory of what you've given us. And as we step into this place here, Father, where we see a world that is truly shaken and it's it's falling apart in the way that we have been accustomed to seeing it as truths begin to percolate up and the lies and the that have structured this matrix in which we live begin to fall apart and truth begins to shine. Father, this is going to be an hour where truly a remnant has to stand. And we're deeply humbled. And to wherever you see us, we are stepping into that place with the confidence and with the humbleness in our heart to stay, say, we're here, Father, send us. This is an hour when we are hearing the call, truly the deep call of that love in Christ and the call to step in as the children of the Most High. Now, Father, you know our hearts better than we do. And we, you know where we have, we have our issues we have to deal with. We have our weaknesses. We have our strengths. We have those burdens that we still carry. But Father, we place ourselves before the throne this morning in a miraculous and wonderful way, humbly placing ourselves before you to say, Father, we're here. And Father, this is our hour. And so Father, please guide us in this time to lead us to a place where we can be greater in thee. And Jesus, you have you have given us a gift that truly is just not even imaginable in, in words or describable in words, a, a gift of life through the sacrifice of yourself on this world, the blood that flows, that heals and empowers and sets us free. So Jesus, as we step in this place and it's we're reminded as well that the true sense of what you've told us is it's always through you to the Father. And then as we step into this and make declare our authorities in this world, in your name to the Father, all things will be heard. So Father, we're going to begin today with a few things. And just one of those is, is a prayer for a friend, a friend that is, is, is struggling now with some things that need to be, uh, that needs some prayers. And his name is Sam. And he's a true follower of Jesus. He's a patriot with full moral courage. who recently retired from the army. And he spent within the military, he repeatedly put his career on the line by publishing stories of the lawlessness within the senior ranks. The army went after him. They launched an investigation of, by using illegal methods. Sam was, was smart enough to avoid connection to those uh, stories through a pseudonym and, and anonymous accounts and that he used to, to continue to push truth out to the world to understand what was going on to help save soldiers' lives. The leadership couldn't officially or legally catch him, but in, it didn't prevent a two-star general from ultimately giving him an unfounded general officer memorandum of reprimand for, before retiring. Now that he has retired, it seems the devil is after his pound, his, every pound of flesh he has. Sam's son has been stricken with health issues, and has required Sam to stay in the house to care for his boy. 
Sam's wife runs a business outside the home, and they decided that at this point, Sam will stay home. We just we're being asked today, Father, to pray for Sam, that he that he can find an employment opportunity where he can work at home and still take care of his son. So, Father, we just sit here today and we put ourselves before here in the prayer that this keeps this time of difficulty not doesn't cause dis, dis, discord or or weakness, but rather raises this family up in the mightiness of prayer and the and the power of the heavenly of the Holy Spirit. We also, Father, we totally rebuke any of the activities of the devil. So, Father, as we take to you, and Jesus, through you to the Father, Father, please hear our prayers. We establish a hedge of protection around Sam and his family and around his son. We pray for the complete filling of their life with the Holy Spirit in a miraculous and powerful way. That these trials right now that that they're enduring are part, we just pray that these become part of a greater and bigger step of something you have for them, a step to open doors that only you can open. But very critical here, Father, we're praying for this child, a child of, the, of, of heaven that is here and being cared for by his father, a, a family who has dedicated themselves to the well-being of their child by even changing their lives and putting their finances at risk. And so, Father, we pray for the healing of this child, a miraculous, powerful healing of this child to restore him to the glory of heaven and to the glory of the gift that he is. Equally, Father, we pray for Sam in, in, this, in a role that he's taken now as a strong father to lead this family as he stepped into this, and he's literally stepping aside from the want of money to take care of his child. That is, in a time when we are consumed with materialism and a man that has already put a selfless act to try to reveal truth of to save soldiers' lives, Father, we just pray for a blessing to fall down upon him, to provide him with the opportunities needed to continue to be the leader in the family in both the the strength and also the the financial basis to raise this family up, to give them strength and courage and the financial resources needed to continue forward here in a strong and powerful way. Bless them, Father, in all that you can. Our prayers here are for them and their total healing and protection. Any of the demonic that's there, we have rebuked. Any, any demons that attempt to inflict damage upon this family, we've gagged and bound and put at the feet of Jesus. And forevermore, these demons will speak the words, Jesus is Lord, and let it be known that this family is off limits to any sort of the demonic, and instead it's filled and completely consumed with the power of the Holy Spirit. In Christ's name, amen. Father, we are very excited today about a time of a shift in time that allows us now as warriors in Christ to awaken each day, to put on the armor of God, to be powerful together in such an important hour that we step up and stand knowing mightily that this isn't our armor, but your armor that you placed upon us. Your armor. What an honor and a humble place for us to be, to be able to acknowledge that you have given us the tools and the mightiness of the tools of war that are not of the flesh, but mightier than, than all that we could imagine on this earth, strong enough to collapse fortresses of the enemy. So, Father, as we close this prayer today, we ask for something in, in, our, in the name of Jesus. Father, in a time when so much of the concept of war has been shaped by the metal tools and the physical tools of d- destruction, we have in many ways are now relearning a path of the powerful tools of heaven. We know that those foundations are built on the, the, the sharing of the gospel of Jesus Christ, on the healing of the sick and the broken, of raising up the dead, of casting out demons, and to even seek greater works. 
So, Father, we ask in, 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 in the name of Jesus, our Savior, the clarity for the steps ahead to give us the wisdom and the knowledge to raise up as a mighty armory in Christ, to see the tools, to understand the tools, to understand where we must prepare ourselves before you and before the throne to become mightier warriors in this hour, to truly command the powers that you've given us and to declare the authorities on this earth to rebuke this demonic attack to not only rebuke, but to destroy their strongholds and their fortresses and to bring a wave of, of response to the attempts that they're doing that are attacking our children, our families, and our nation. Father, in this hour, we place ourselves before you. And as said in the beginning, we say in the end, Father, we are here. Send me. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Oh, that man, I'll tell you, this is uh, this feels good. I'm like, what happened? How did I get off these morning shows? I don't know. They're back. Be ready. I get fired up in the morning. All it takes is like eight shots of coffee, and I'm ready to roll, which is good. Hey, don't forget your Bars Fest tickets are out there right now, and we've got a increasingly powerful lineup of people coming to speak, which is super exciting. Bars Fest is the 21st to the 23rd of uh, September. And that is going to be in Flemingsburg, Kentucky. And that's exciting. We've got camping there, if you're interested. There's been some discussion. People have said that they hadn't got information on camping. So there's a couple of things. There's a number we have. It's one guy that's running all these reservations. And every time I talk to him, his name's Bill. He's wonderful. He's like, you're making my phone ring off the hook. He's, I'm like, I, I know. This is Bard's Nation. We're excited. So... He uh, he's he leave a message, and he'll get back to you. And if not, if you continue to have trouble getting campsites, you can send Hannah an email, and we'll try to help you out. But there's about a hundred sites left, I believe, is what he told me the other day. About a hundred have been reserved so far. So this is exciting. We're going to have an amazing event, and I mean this because unlike the previous Bars Fest, and I, this is why I encourage you to come if you can. Whether you stay in a hotel or a camp, that's that's not the point. We're going to have a collective community of 80 to 100 people or more there camping. I'll be there camping. Pete Chambers is camping. Corey Terry, the resistance chicks. I mean, I, I there's lots of people camping, and it's going to be awesome. And there's going to be it's going to be a, just a, a bringing truly together of the Bards family, which in a, in a very unique way. So, um, someone says I'm a hotel girl. Good. That's awesome. There's no problem. Be with that. But just you're going to have a great experience in <laughs> someone else has just said here, I'm camping in my house a mile away. Good. Another great one. It's awesome. See, we're just, we have all sorts of great people. This is the wonderful place of Bards Nation. We're coming together. And as we do, this is a very important time, in my opinion. There's all sorts of craziness. I don't know if you've been hearing this. I, I played this the other day on the on the issues of, of like what's going to happen on the 23rd, it's weird. There is, there's all this psyop going on about the end of the world stuff happening on the 23rd. So I'm like, okay, sounds good. We're right in the right place because we're all together and we're all standing together in this hour. And um, what, what a great, great hour to be together if things did really kind of go south. But that's okay if they did. No no problem. We have no concern if they do. Let me play this piece about, we played this the other day, but I just think it's appropriate. 
This is a doctor talking about a patient, and I just think it opens our eyes to the glory of what our world is really like. And a patient got stabbed in the heart. When I walked in the, in the ER, the surgeon had his chest cracked open, mm -hmm. and he had his finger in the guy's heart. Mm -hmm. and they pronounced him dead. He was a young man, maybe 22, 23 years old, drug deal that went bad. He died, and the surgeon was a Christian, Dr. Forster to be exact, said we're not going to let him go without a fight, so we took him to the OR, took him to surgery, pumped him full of blood, got a pulse, uh, tied the um, hole in his heart up with a suture, and, the, and since I was on the surgery unit, I had to wait until he woke up. After about four hours, the guy woke up, and he looked me in the eye, and he grabbed me, and he started crying, sobbing, and he said, I met the devil. And I said, what do you mean you met the devil? He said, I saw you working on me. I was dead. I never prayed. And he could feel, he went straight down into hell. And he, and he said he looked in the eyes of the devil, and he prayed. He said he never prayed before. It was never spiritual. And he said, please, God, I'll change my life. And he felt an angel or a hand pull him back up. And that's when he awoke. And it was the most amazing experience because... He was he was legit. I mean, no one makes up something like that. And last I heard, he's completely changed his life. He gave his life to God. And I still, to this day, the look in his eye when he woke up, the terror, I'm absolutely convinced that he did meet the devil. And had a patient. That is such an amazing story. And it just reminds us as part of our primary mission here on earth to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, you know, there's so many great ways to do that. We don't have to... Sometimes I think we feel like it. I think sometimes I would literally like to take my founder's Bible and smack people upside the head and hope that it absorbs. But we know that we don't have to be that sort of intense evangelism. Maybe Antifa would might enjoy that. It'd be a good way to fight Antifa. Go out there with Bible smackers and smack them all down. Make Proud Boys look like a whole different bunch of goons. But that said, here's here's the thing: is that we we have to be able to walk. Someone wrote scripture through osmosis. Yeah, and brain concussion, too. That's good. So the uh, the whole idea is we have to be able to walk in the power of our Lord. And as we walk in the power and the confidence of our Lord that we are truly leaning into him, the more that we do, that is seen by others. We have to understand that, that we, we have a physical plane that we walk in, but our deep part of our brains see more than that. We just don't necessarily know how to process it. And the one thing, and you know this, because you know when you walk up to somebody, you can get a feeling, and you're like, hmm, I, I have a good feeling about this person. I have a bad feeling about this person. Look at dogs. They can see you a mile away and know what you're about before you even get to them. So this is a point where as we lean into Christ and we truly are putting that process in our life with him at all times, abiding through prayer and letting God lead our steps but then taking that step forward as a warrior in this world. We are of a warrior class. It's amazing. A true warrior class of people that were brought here to this time and this place for this hour. Just I want you to let this settle in for a minute. A warrior class brought into this earth for this time and this place to awaken in this hour to stand against one of the greatest evils we have ever witnessed. This is biblical level, and you're part. we're all part of a biblical story. When you let that sink in and you wake up each day and you say, thank you, Lord, what an amazing time to live. What an amazing time to be part of this time. And it's something that is so amazing that we are in an hour 
that we are part of biblical stories. This is this you take and and someone will probably say to me, "What are they going to write a book on it?" I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what the future holds. I don't know what God intends, but I do know this. I know that when you read the stories and you read about Joshua or you read about Moses on the mountain leading his armies or you you read about the any of the fights that are against evil, we're in that time. And we're in a time where evil literally is everywhere. This is literally like in, in the days of Noah, and it's everywhere. And yet we're standing here. We're leaning into the Lord. We're asking the Lord to guide us into the greater authorities, and he's pouring it down. And we see that every week when we pray for people. We do this. We get the re- return on that to hear the, re- hear the praise reports. Patriots, this is an amazing time to be alive. And as we embrace that walk as warriors in Christ, which is what we are, understand that that warrior, that image you get, which I always love how they manage to screw everybody up in the head because they tell you, like, the only way you're going to be a warrior is if you can be a special operations guy and have a tactical vest and kick in the door and shoot somebody in the face. I'm like, really? Okay. No, God doesn't need that. God needs the heart. That's the Gideon's that are there, that are there, that God has selected. And as we lean into this more and open ourselves up to the glory of heaven, we're being led into a time and a place to truly be that that mighty army that stands against the greatest evil. So give thanks to the Lord for that. Look around at all that is that you see in the world. Reflect where we have come from this last three years in a brutal attack. Understand that you're here. You made it through that threshing. And Cast aside what you may feel about yourself. Let the Lord show you in your heart who you truly are. Embrace that. Step into that and be ready because this is only going to get more exciting. And exciting it will get. Crazier it will be. But with Jesus, we're going to enjoy every bit of this walk, slaying these demons and healing the sick and raising the dead and having an amazing time. So patriots, very happy you're all here. This is an amazing start to or end of the week and a start to a new step as we take bended knee to the, into early morning. Next week I'll be traveling, so you're going to be getting bended knee from the road, which will be exciting. And away we go. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. I'll see you Sunday morning, 6 a.m. for our Jesus and Coffee. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. 
We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 